Welcome to the Musings of Our Hearts, a Jesus Youth podcast on the lives of saints. Welcome back, everyone. So today we'll be reflecting on St. Margaret Clitheroe. She's from England. She was actually a married woman, and it says that she possessed um, good looks and was full of wit and merriment. She actually was born into a Protestant family, but converted to Catholicism. Her uh, husband remained a Protestant, though. During this time um, in England, the, the church, the Catholic Church, was undergoing much persecution. But as a faithful Catholic, she was very convicted in her beliefs and um, chose to, um, to not attend Protestant Mass, to remain um, Catholic, and then also to help protect priests to um to make sure that they were safe uh, amidst this persecution she was also very pious she would fast four times a week and she would pray every day for an hour and a half um she had three children and she would she brought them up in the faith in the catholic faith and her husband was very supportive of her faith too uh she she died as um for her faith um and it her death is actually really interesting. It was, the, according to English law, anyone who refused to plead. So they were asking her where, um, where she had, where she hid the priests, you know, and um, getting her to uh, to deny her faith, but she kept silent. And so we see again the silence of, of the faithful, in uh, in refusing to do so. Though she was to be pressed to death. And so on the uh, on the morning of March 25th, which was actually a good Friday, um, she um, she was taken to a place where uh, she was between a, a, a rock and a wooden slab and then weights were dropped on her, crushing her to death. And so she didn't cry out, but she just prayed, Yesu, 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 have mercy upon me. She was only 30 years old when she died, and um, because of her great witness, her children actually joined, one, her, her daughter uh, became a nun, and both her sons became priests. And so her, her life was uh, a witness of great faith, but also in a very ordinariness of life, too, and, you know, as a young woman, as a mother, um, but very convinced in of of Christ and of heaven and of this journey to holiness that yes required suffering and so she wasn't afraid of of this um of this bloody death mm-hmm. because she she believed in in something more she knew something the greater awaited her margaret was actually a, a woman with strong convictions uh, and also such a uh, remarkable courage uh, i was really amazed at you know how these young women who had so much so many possibilities if she lived like uh, many other or, you know her relatives or other uh, women or or the other families of their time like a protestant just believing or practicing what the uh, what their church and also the country wanted she would have had a easy life but uh, the the church 
she was uh, actually she was attracted by the teachings of the church mm. um and and she found she didn't find much meaning in uh, in the church of her time like the anglican church and and she was also deeply touched by the suffering mm. of the catholics of that time in england um how they they even have to give their life uh for their faith so these two things made her choose uh the catholic church and once she chose that she was fully into that and uh with her husband support you know they she they baptized all their kids uh, into the catholic church and brought them up in catholic faith and um, she her husband really had to pay a big price like you know she was imprisoned many times yeah. because she won't go to the protestant um uh, church for their services uh he has to pay a huge penalty for that and she was imprisoned many times mm. um it is said that she i think uh, when she was pregnant with william uh, she she was in the prison for a long time mm. and uh, some some sources say that she even had the baby in prison oh, wow. yeah such a brave woman so uh but she won't stop there mm. she had all these clever ideas where she would even uh, you know uh, rent other places where she would hide priests but for a uh, for a family like her to do all these things with such exp- it's so expensive to hide priests and do all these things uh, she she took it she took it upon herself and uh, uh, they did it um and and also you know the way she died that is like oh man when i <laughs> when i read about that i was yeah. like oh i i felt so sad and so desperate yeah like a 30 year old woman and some sources say that she was pregnant with her fourth baby at wow. that time so there are different sources like mm-hmm. you know for, about the life of margaret um so uh and being crushed by a door on her and weights being dropped oh my goodness even though she died in 15 minutes you know it, it that's such a terrible death like for a woman and it is said that some sources say that like you know queen elizabeth actually didn't like uh, that she was killed that way mm. uh, uh, she she even said she should have been spared because of her gender but such a cruel death for a woman and um, one thing i really uh, I, i that really touched me was like you know uh, the day when she knew that she is going to be killed that friday she wrote to one of her friend Uh, like this the sheriffs have said that i am going to die this coming friday and i feel the weakness of my flesh which is troubled at this news but my spirit rejoices greatly for the love of god pray for me and ask all good people to do likewise so i was like man like a normal human being a a, a fragile a tender woman you know she she was afraid of what is going to happen to her in her flesh she was like you know she was scared but her spirituality or her her love uh, for the church uh, and jesus and for you know her uh, her conviction about the glory uh, is so powerful that you know she she says like but my soul rejoices greatly and she is still requested prayers so i, I could really uh, feel what was going through her heart at that time you know with three little children and pregnant with the fourth one only 30 years yeah uh for her to give up her life is like uh, 
uh, that that is that is a, only people with strong conviction could do that like any martyrs yeah and one source says that she is actually the patron saint of all martyrs oh really <laughs> one martyr is a patron saint of wow. all martyrs one source said that yeah. but she is also patron of many other mm-hmm. causes like you know um, like butchers and mm-hmm. some other strange causes too uh, but uh, she she she, she is re- this is really amazing uh, that woman and what she did uh, but uh, even the prayer intention today that's why we put the prayer intention today like um, people at this time you know many people have lost hope and they don't even know even if these diseases get controlled like will will we be free like this again can we move around like that you know so many things like that people have some people have even lost hope or become depressed mm. at this moment so when i'm thinking about the time of margaret clitheroe you know i don't know what they really hoped in mm. because the the whole country has suppressed the church mm. and uh, uh, only only that strong faith in god would would keep them going and to do courageous things like this yeah so uh and you know how she how she could get over the weakness of her flesh through that prayer of the community and her own convictions so that is really really amazing how that strong faith is needed to to get over yeah. such situations this battle um between our flesh and you know spirit. our desire yeah, yeah our spirit and just our desire to to do more to want more to be more but then in those situations where even if it's in the morning just getting up um or mm. even if it's just um doing simple things to train to discipline our flesh to to do what we wanted to do but in a way that doesn't do violence to us as well i've um i've thought about this a lot and you can really see it in the saints though the saints in the in their lives there's a certain grace with which they work in right there's mm-hmm. a certain realm of grace um mm-hmm. as we were talking about is inner solitude in which they continue to go back into and receive from there in order to work within that grace mm-hmm. um and for for me the more i reflect on the saints to know how to um be a co-worker with god to work with that grace mm-hmm. to but at the same time to know my weaknesses and to know like yeah there is this flesh but at the same time this is loved by the mm-hmm. lord too um something which which she which was mentioned in the reflection was that she prayed an hour and a half every day mm-hmm. and so i'm sure that prayer of hers also helped you know to discipline her um with fasting as well mm-hmm. all of these small mm-hmm. tiny acts so it wasn't like all of a sudden she had to give up her life mm-hmm. she it was these small tiny acts that led to this fullness of giving of giving then everything mm. so many times when i think when we look at the saints we see heroes and we see heroic acts mm. but i really think those acts are only made possible because of ordinary things that mm-hmm. they did in their lives yeah discipline in yeah. life yeah in which mm-hmm. it made it easier mm. we could say for mm. them to um to die for the faith to be mm-hmm. pressed to death mm-hmm. um for Christ yeah uh, and also uh you know these saints life you know they they were not with desolation they had darkness they had mm-hmm. their own fears and that really make them human and uh, those things really gives us more hope like you know we are not alone 
like you know mm-hmm. we can overcome the weakness of our flesh with yeah. the power of the spirit yes when the power of the most high overshadow us you know mm-hmm. these things can come to pass yeah so i, I was also uh touched by one of the quotes of saint margaret of cortona where where she says in times of desolation god conceals himself from us so that we can discover for ourselves what we are without him yeah so this is a an apt quote for these times when we really ha- are going without sacraments and uh, uh it it really takes uh, a lot of uh, um trust uh, and also this is a time for us to understand yeah. uh, what our life will be or uh, you know it, uh, desolation is the time when we really cannot feel god's presence Uh, opposite of that is consolation when we have his visits and his uh, presence we feel like that so desolation is very scary for me desolation is very scary sometimes i cry like a little child oh like a child crying mom where are you you know like oh god you know father jesus mary you know i i call out like that so but those times really helps us discover uh you know we can discover for ourselves what we are without him yeah like how how powerful uh is his presence and he, the consolation that really enables us to do these things but even in this desolation you know he is not far away the thing is like we cannot feel him he is around us yeah. you know nothing can separate us from you know his love or his presence uh, only thing is like in our flesh we cannot experience that yeah but you know god's power that is working within us like saint paul says you know uh, through you know christ christ power that is in me you know that strengthens me i can do all things so that's why once you know my spiritual father was, uh, director was telling me like you know you should meditate on the beauty of your weaknesses mm. the weakness of your flesh you know the beauty i'm like how can it be beautiful so when i was reflecting on that i was like yeah it becomes beautiful because then all these weaknesses becomes occasions for Christ to power mm-hmm. to work in me mm-hmm. you know like paul says when i am weak then i am strong i am strong how Bec- through christ power working in me so that is the beauty of all these desolations like when we don't feel that that is also a time for to offer us to think about the beauty of our weaknesses and just to thank god for that and offer it up to god so that you know his power can yeah. rest upon us yeah. so that we can overcome that like you know saint margaret of clitheroe you know when she knew about her execution the thing coming she was, she she had that weakness in her flesh yeah. but she was not she 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 was so vulnerable that yeah. she made it plain like you know she wasn't afraid yeah. to be afraid yeah <laughs> and even to say about and that fear, her fear yeah to like, speak out yeah that so that is a importance of a community around us where we can share all these and also you know we can pray and hope and trust that god's power will come and work uh, in in our weaknesses yeah um and also the uh, the quote today that we chose Uh, by St. Therese of Avila. That's one of my favorite prayers. Uh, maybe we can wind up today with that prayer. Yeah, let's do that. Let us pray. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. He who possesses God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Amen. Amen. St. Margaret of Clitheroe. Pray for us. Thank you.
Thank you for listening.